Natalia from Movies with Kane and Tal. I've got the popcorn and the aisle seat, and now it's time for Too Many Podcasts with Jim, the podcast Sherpa. And roll tape. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Happy New Year, you crazy rebels, you. Welcome to 2020. Also welcome to Too Many Podcasts. It's the podcast about podcasts, like Mr. Bruce just told you. It's me, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. I'm back. Another week. Did you have a nice holiday? Hopefully... You were celebrating something, and hopefully you were with loved ones in one way or another. It's not for me to judge who you're with, just as long as you are with loved ones, and you're happy. That's what we want. Happy, 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 and happy new year. I know it's the beginning of a new year, but we need to take care of something extremely important, and we're going to do it right here and right now, and I hope that nobody gets upset. It's theme week, it's theme week, it's theme week. First one for a new decade. There you have it, folks. And we really do have a theme this week. It's about getting organized. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? And like I've said before in previous episodes, I found just the right person to talk about getting organized. And we had a wonderful conversation in the conference room at the Sherpa Chalet, very nice lady named Kathy McEwen, and she hosts a podcast called Organize for Success. She helps businesses and individuals get their lives in order. And what she had to say I thought was really, really interesting. And I think anybody can do this. I mean, not do what she does, but get organized. I think we all need to get organized every once in a while. Things tend to get a little astray, and organization is very important. Before we get on to our interview, just want to remind you, you know what I'm going to say, right? Because it's a new year and a new decade, and I get to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible, and you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. And there's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. That's right. While you're sipping your coffee and getting over your hangover, hopefully you're a little bit recovered now, let's check out the interview that I had with Kathy. Hey, Rebels. I have a conference going on with a very nice guest here. And before I introduce her, it's a brand new year, so you're probably thinking to yourself, I got to get organized. But where do you start, right? This is where your Sherpa comes to the rescue because my guest today is, her name is Kathy McEwen. She hosts the Organize for Success podcast over in Canada, and she is a CPO, a certified professional organizer. And she is the CEO of her own company called Second Set of Hands, which does home and office organization. And from Faces Magazine, they voted her Ottawa's favorite personal organizer in 2017. But she's here in 2020, and she's here to offer us a lot of help. So say hello to Kathy McEwen. Hey, Kathy. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. So why don't you just uh, start off, and you can let our listeners know a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I um, 
am, as you mentioned, a certified professional organizer, and I started the business called Second Set of Hands. It's actually been about six years now. The first year and a half, I was actually working full-time. I had a full-time job, so I was trying to do the business part-time, and then I decided to go full-fledged with the business. So it's been about four years of full-time, and we help people get organized, and we also help with packing and unpacking. And when I first started, it was just me, and now I have a team. There's about six of us on the team now. So we're growing and uh, loving every minute of it. It's fun to be organized. <laughs> now, when you were younger, when you were a kid, were you very organized, would you say? <laughs> well, you know what's really funny is because I was thinking about this just recently, that the very first time I ever organized somebody's house, I was 11 years old, and I was babysitting, and the house was messy, and so when the kids went to bed, I organized their home. Uh, so when they got home, I had actually even did their dishes for them. But uh, so that's uh, a trait that I've had very early on. Both my parents were very organized. So I learned to, I had no choice to be organized. But I think when I was about a teenager, I started slacking off a little bit. But overall, I think I've been pretty organized. Yes. I guess uh, organized teenagers are kind of hard to find these yeah. days too, right? Yeah, I think my room was a little messy when I was a teenager, but I think what happens is it gets to a point where I like I can't take it, so I have to organize it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely more organized now than I was as a teenager. What gave you the interest in doing this professionally? Well, I actually started the business with the ideas that I just really wanted to help people have more time to spend with their families. And I really just wanted to go and help them do, I started doing concierge and home organizing. So the concierge side, I was like running errands and doing all this stuff. I really just wanted to help them so they'd have more time. But then I learned really early on that I don't really like doing people's errands. I don't even like doing my own. So I stopped that part. And I also learned that the home organizing side was not really just about people needing time to spend time with their family. It was about people who really needed help with organizing that they just didn't have the skills needed uh, to organize. And so the home organizing really took off. And uh, that's basically how it all got started. The field that you're in, a CPO, how, how exactly do you become that professionally? What, what, what do you need to do? So it's interesting because the certification that I have, more people in the States have it, and it's associated with NAPO, which is the National Association of Productivity and Organizing. And so there's more people in the States that have it, but I really wanted it as well. So there's only a handful of us in Canada that have it. But we had to have 1,500 hours of experience working one-on-one -on -one with clients before we could even write the exam. And it's a kind of a tough exam too. I was surprised uh, at how tough the exam was. But so yeah, it's not like an online program where you can just take courses online. You actually had to have 1,500 hours before you were even able to write the exam. So it's a little tougher one. How does your business work? Give me a little framework of how things go. So how it works is that people will reach out to me and usually they don't know how to get organized and they still don't, it's still somewhat of a fairly new profession. So a lot of people, they don't even know how it works. So that'll, they'll tell me their story of why they have clutter and why they would like to get organized. And then they kind of ask us, well, how does this even work? Like, and, uh, and then I explain it to them. So it's kind of like the TV shows that you may have seen where there's the keep pile and there's a donate pile and there's the, if they want to sell something, we put that aside as well. And our goal for us, how our company works is that 
we work by room. So our goal is to try to get a room done in a day if we can, if that's possible. Um, and uh, then at least they have one room in their house that's organized. And then we work into another room after that on another session if, uh, if need be. And when we talk about your lifestyle of being organized, this is really more like a very highly organized person, not a minimalist kind of lifestyle. Is that correct? So for, for myself, yeah, I'm not a minimalist per se, but I can see myself going down that road more. Like I, I, I'm thinking I would love to sell my house and just get a tiny little house and not have a lot of stuff. Like I could see that happening in the future um, and maybe be able to travel more and not have to worry about, you know, having all this stuff in your house and just being able to get up and go because you don't have to worry about it so much. But I, I um I'm not a minimalist per se because I do have belongings, um, but I just try not to have too much. I, you you really don't need too much, and I think that's a, one of our big problems is that we're in a society where it's, we have access to so much stuff, so we end up getting it all, and um, it's I don't find we really need half the stuff that we ha we have. But uh, so yeah, I um, definitely not total minimalist, but I do not need to have a lot of stuff. You mentioned the dirty word, the clutter word. Yeah. <laughs> before. What do you think is like the cause of most clutter for households? It's different person to person. So there's some people that have a lot of clutter because they have mental health issues. So they may have um, depression, anxiety, OD, um, ADHD, or for example. And so for them, it's very challenging to to be able to tidy up their homes and have a clean and tidy home. And then there's other people that have health problems that just, you know, physically they are not able to tidy it up. And then there's other people who uh, never learned the skills. So they just never learned the tools and the systems on how to be organized. And so they're, you know, they just don't know how to do it. And um, so there's variety of people. And then there's the busy professionals who just don't have the time to do it. So there's definitely a variety of people of why they have a lot of clutter. But often um, it could be a, something that's happened in their house or sorry, in their lifetime, a trauma, for example. Um, so like I said, there's many different reasons why people have clutter. In your first episode, you really discuss what causes clutter and the importance of just letting things go, Let you know, go. that, that we, we build different attachments to them and sometimes they're healthy attachments, sometimes not so much. And then we don't even think about it. It just becomes part of the background and more and more comes in and the next thing you know, you're snowed under. Yeah, that's true. And also a lot of times we're given a lot of stuff. You know, we get a lot of gifts. Kids get a lot of toys for their birthdays and for holidays. And, you know, there's toys coming in the house all the time or we're sometimes, you know, one of our loved ones may have passed and we end up with their stuff as well. I see that a lot. And that attachment to it, they have a hard time letting go because it belonged to their loved ones. So um, sometimes that's really difficult too for people to let go is, is the tough part, definitely. And what do you think is the easiest thing to organize in people's lives? Hmm. That's a good question. Ooh. Depends on the person, I guess. Yeah, because, you know, some people struggle with, say, paperwork. So for them, paper would be really difficult um, to work with. And other people, it may be books or they have a lot of books. So, you know, it's 
It's, it's, it's up to the individual. It really is on what they are able to let go of. For us, it's almost all the same. Like for me to go in or my team to go in and help organize a living room uh, or organize a bedroom, there, it's not rich, really no difference. I think it's the sentimental stuff that's the hardest for us to help people organize because, or at least let go. That's the hardest probably is the sentimental. The only person I've really heard in the States here in regards to organizing, we always hear the name Marie Kondo, but I know your style is, is very different from hers. Do you want to kind of compare yourself to her? We don't have to trash her or anything like that. No, no, no. And I wouldn't, have, <laughs> I wouldn't trash her. No. I mean, we have a lot of the same philosophies and we definitely believe on, and our goals are the same. We want to try to, you know, have people just keep what they really need or really want. Um, and, uh, and, but we are a little different because, Mike, if one of the things she says is keep what, just keep the things that bring you joy. And um, for my clients, some of those, everything brings them joy. So they love having all their stuff. Um, so that's where it's a little different for us that we, we um, sometimes have to, you know, say maybe it's a good idea to let this go, even though you find it's joyful because you already have 10 black tank tops, for example. Um, so we're a little different that way. And I don't say to the clients to thank it before they let it go. Um, but, uh, overall it's very similar. Her, our goals are very much the same. So we're very, very similar in that sense. Oh, and I think also she, when I watched her show, she doesn't actually stay with the clients. She leaves, she gives them the tips on how to, to do with the organizing themselves. Um, and then she leaves where we actually stay with the clients at all. We stay and make sure everything's done before we leave. And she also likes to organize per category, which is really good as well. Uh, so she'll say books, for example, let's do books. And she goes around the house and grabs all the books and puts them into a, a pile. And then they work on the books. Whereas we don't, we work per room instead of category because uh, sometimes if I say to a client, grab all your books, they don't even know where all their books are. Like sometimes they have some in the bedroom and some in the living room and it's under a pile. So they're not uh, sure where it is. So I, we prefer to organize per room if possible uh, with our clients. So it's a little different methods, but uh, overall we have the same goals in mind for sure. In your business, second set of hands, I'm sure you've transformed a lot of people, helping them get better organized. Do you have any favorite success stories? Ah, they're also favorite success stories, to be honest, because um, the transformation is amazing because, but I can tell you about a story about one particular client that brings my, to my attention is uh, when I worked with her, um, we worked in her living room and dining room. And after the session was done, they said, I heard her turn to her mother and say, we can now invite people over for supper because now you can actually see the table. When we, when I walked into the room, I, you couldn't even see the table for sure that there was even a table there. It was so full with stuff. So if for them it was, and they told me it had been five years since they actually walked into the living room and dining room. So that to me is one of the reasons why I love doing what we do because we're helping so many people, but uh, yeah, so that's one that um, definitely comes to mind that uh, they were just so grateful that they could actually have people over again. Is there anything that you do in your daily life that helps you to stay organized? 
helps me stay organized. You know what it is? It's the old rule, 20 minutes a day. Take 20 minutes a day and just make sure you put things away and get in the habit of putting things away and not creating piles. Um, and everything has a home. That, that's really important too because if you know where your home is, where everything belongs, then it's a much easier to put it away. So those are like little tips that I do on a regular basis for sure. Yeah. And I guess like with a family too, you probably have to get everybody on board as well, right? Okay, well that's where it comes difficult because <laughs> <laughs> if I lived alone, I'd be way more organized for sure. It, and uh, I always recommend families to really work with their kids, even at a young age. Like even if they're two years old, you can start teaching your kids to tidy up at a young age. Um, they can just start putting things away, make a game out of it and uh, have all the kids on board for sure. My kids, they'll tell you that they remember we would have meetings in the living room, which I know they hated, but we would sit down in the living room and I would go over the chores with them and make sure everything's being done. And you know, it's, but it does help if there's more people in the family helping out. It's, it's too much for one person to have to do themselves. And I understand spouses are difficult too, um, so you got to try to get them on board and by communicating with them and letting them know you need that help, then that often helps. Yeah. And usually with marriage too, you usually have the neat one and, and the not as neat one. That's true. It seems to be the way a lot. Yeah. One's really good at being organized and the other one's not as organized. That's the case with me too. So I can relate for sure. Yeah, I know. I was I was telling the lovely Sherpa bride that I was interviewing an organization expert and she just kind of hid under a table. Oh, did she? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It's so common, you know, people that have a lot of stuff and are just, uh, you know, don't have the time to tidy up. It's so common. I see it all the time and no judgment to anybody. That's for sure. Right. Everybody's who they are, right? It's, it's either yeah. built in you or you learn, you learn to do it. And, and the other thing too, which I'm noticing a lot is that, I am not creative at all. So my friends who are very creative, they may not have the skills to be organized, but they're super, super creative and I'm not creative at all. So it's all different personalities, really. Since we are on the verge of a new year, I was wondering if you could offer our listeners a couple of tips for getting organized in 2020. Sure. You can start by letting go of the stuff you really don't need. You can also do uh, action plans, which is really important if you can like if you have any goals that you really want to focus on and be more productive I always recommend having some type of uh, an action plan where you can list your goals that you want to tackle and then break those goals down into manageable tasks and and work towards that so it's a good time of year at the beginning of the year to definitely write out your goals which you want to get accomplished and then figure out a plan on making it happen in a couple of your episodes I've heard you mention start small, yes. like even if it's just a drawer and yeah. build up from there because sometimes people take on these huge projects, they don't get finished and then they get frustrated and then nothing changes. Yeah. And I think people are so overwhelmed and that's the problem. So they go into their home and they see that their house is, uh, is very um, cluttered or messy and they're overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. So I say, don't worry about all of your house. Don't worry even about a whole room. Just focus on one small thing. If you're going to organize your bedroom, maybe just clear off the top of your dresser uh, and focus on doing that. You'll feel better. You're going to feel so good when one thing is done, but it doesn't have to be the whole room. It doesn't have to be your whole house. It's too overwhelming. So focus on one thing at a time and just start small. 
while you're not getting organized and you have a little free time on your hands and you feel like listening to a podcast, what <laughs> podcasts are you checking out? Well, I'm definitely going to be checking yours out. Okay. Um, and uh, also, I tend to like to listen to business podcasts because I'm always about being educated and continue to educate myself. So I love podcasts when I'm driving and listening to business podcasts. It, it's the ones that I tend to listen to. And the ones I like are, well, I'm just starting to listen to Youpreneur. Youpreneur, it's like entrepreneur, what is called Youpreneur. Um, he's really good and his uh, podcasts are not very long, so they're short, but really informational. And I also listen to um, Biz Chicks, which is a group of women or business owners. And uh, Natalie is uh, the owner of Biz Chicks, so I listen to hers as well. And I also listen to um, Donald Miller, Story Brand. He's uh, really got some really good podcasts as well that are educational. And Jenna Goodshare is another one. I like her as well, but she's actually really good. She's, I like podcasts where they get right down to it and you learn right away. So they're all really good that way, I find, those podcasts. Right, and like as we were saying earlier, you like the business podcast because yeah. they give you ideas for your business as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm always continuing to grow and learn, so... Um, that's one way that I can continue doing so is by listening to amazing podcasts. There's lots out there. It's, uh, I'm definitely a podcast junkie. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. She's, she's admitting it right here on our show, folks. <laughs> yeah, I am definitely a podcast junkie. Yeah. Because this is a new year, you get to be the first person to do a <laughs> shameless self-promotion. Shameless self-promotion. Yay. Lucky me. <laughs> yes. So, um, I, uh, what can I say? The best way to reach me is if you wanted to reach me is through my website. I have kathmcuen.com and also secondsetahand.ca. The kathmcuen.com is more on my virtual organizing. So I can work with people from all over the world and we talk about how we can make them become more organized and more productive. And I do have um, a new program called Transform Your Home and Life that's uh, available. And um, also you can find me on Facebook and I have an Organized for Success uh, Facebook group, which is free. People can certainly hop on there. It's free to join. And um, secondsetofhands.ca is the local home organizing company. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter as at Kathy Organizes. Okay. Her name is Kathy McEwen. She is the host of the podcast Organize for Success. And she's also the CEO of Second Set of Hands. But uh, I would definitely suggest checking out her podcast if you want to definitely learn how to get organized. She gives you a lot of tools on there and you'll definitely enjoy it too. So Kathy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. In addition to Organize for Success, here are a few other podcasts that you might want to check out to learn about getting organized. We have A Slob Comes Clean, Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet. Clean Your Clutter Inside and Out, The Clutterbug Podcast, and finally, we have Organize 365. You know, I feel kind of like a hypocrite reading about these 
podcasts about organization when there's a messy desk that's right in front of me. But I, I don't think anything that's anything's going to happen, right? Because there's all this clutter there, right? I mean, I, I try, I try, right? And. A very special thanks to Kathy McEwen this week for coming on down to the Shepherd Chalet and check out her podcast, Organize for Success. And I got to tell you some great news. I'm launching another podcast this month, probably towards the end of the month, called The Expert Factory, if I haven't told you about a thousand times so far. Kathy is graciously loaning me one of her episodes from her podcast about keeping your closets clean and your clothes organized. And it's a really great episode and it really captures the essence of the type of show that I want to present to everybody. I'm doing life skills. And Kathy's podcast, the things that she presents are nice and easy. There's nothing overly expensive or crazy. It's just a very straightforward approach. I think you're really going to like it. So check out that episode once it comes out. I'll give you a yell on the show when it launches. You know that. I have to do some shameless self-promotion. Yeah, hey, that was almost, almost sounded like Mr. Bruce there. Almost. I need a lot of work, I know. Anyway, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in on this first day of a brand new decade in 2020 to Too Many Podcasts. And you can find me on the social meds on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Too Many Podcasts. For Twitter and Instagram, the number two instead of the word two. But it's all there. And we also have a website and it's called jimthepodcastchirpa.com forward slash wig site slash webpage. Well, it's it's somewhere on the on the show description. You, you'll be able to find it. <laughs> if you can't find it, email me. That's what you can do at jimthepodcastchirpa at gmail.com. And I will gladly answer any questions or complaints or praises or whatever you want to send me. I really appreciate you guys listening in 2019, and I hope that 2020 is going to be a lot of fun. Next week, I've got a really interesting show, too. I finally get to do a science show. Yes, I'm so happy. Nick and his fiance Lauren, they're two wonderful people. I had so much fun talking with them. They're going to be next week's guests. And they do a podcast called Just Nah Science. They debunk a lot of the myths on social media about scientific things, and they disprove them with science. And they're both really knowledgeable people. And like I said, they were a lot of fun. They were great. I really appreciated them coming down to the Sherpa Chalet. Check out that show. And then the following week, we will be talking to Rhonda Straw, who hosts the podcast One Bad Review. And it's about online reviews. And hopefully you're giving me a nice review on Apple Podcasts or maybe Stitcher.com or maybe saying something nice about me on iHeartRadio because this podcast is on all of those places. Really appreciate it if you do. And spread the word, you know, share an episode, say a nice thing about me, give money to a stranger, do wonderful things, plant flowers in the winter. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Mr. Bruce, I think I'm a little tired. Could you please show everyone the doll, please? Thank you, sir. Bye. Viva la Revolution and happy new year. Thanks for listening to too many podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now.
Viva la Chapalation! Viva la Chapalation! <coughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear? <laughs>